of Inside Lock the Huddle Talk today. Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Inside the Huddle, the Big Ten Media Days preview edition. We're going to go over uh, some questions we want to hear answers to at Media Days. I'm Sammy Jacobs. Uh, our co-host TJ Inman will be joining us shortly, as will Nick Holmes, who writes for Hoosier Huddle. Uh, we will be going over the questions that we posted uh, about a week ago. T- TJ, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sammy. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, we had our little brain fart of the day. Uh, not only did I skip the intro, but uh, we uh, I, I posted day 37 today. We are still only 38 days uh, away, so if you... Uh, Red Day 37, uh, it's a freebie. Uh, Don't get too excited. We did skip a day. Um, So 38 will be posted shortly, as will uh, the top five offense alignment piece will be posted in the afternoon. But I'm up on my way to Chicago after the show, and uh, it's going to be a very exciting, uh, you know, 24 hours up in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I think there's, uh, there's, you know, a little bit of extra buzz uh, due to it, you know, the return of Urban Meyer now as a national champion at Ohio State. Uh, and then you have Jim Harbaugh, uh, new head coach at Michigan. I think that um, you know, there's just a little bit of an extra buzz having having Jim Harbaugh around the conference. Um, you know, you never know exactly what he's going to say once the media starts getting engaged with him on his questions. And then also the new head coach at Nebraska, Mike Riley. Um, yeah, it was kind of an interesting hire. Mike Riley, I think that everybody I've heard uh, talk about him really likes him as a person, but there are some, some questions about uh, whether or not he can succeed at the level that Nebraska fans are expecting. So it'll be interesting to see uh, both Harbaugh and Mike Riley at their first Big Ten media days. Yeah, uh, you also have new coach Paul Chris for uh, Wisconsin. Uh, he's not new to Wisconsin. He's their offensive coordinator. So it'll be interesting uh, to see what he has to say. Uh, believe it or not, Wisconsin has had, I think, four coaches in the last you know five or six years, uh, including Barry Alvarez, who coached uh, a couple of the Rose Bowl games. But, yeah, we're going to focus on uh, the Hoosiers. They have a lot of questions going into uh, media days. Uh, first of all is uh, I, I want to know injury stories. Um you know, we had a lot of guys uh, injured uh, in spring practice. Jordan Howard was banged up. T.J. Simmons uh, sat out. Uh, Anthony Cassaro got banged up in the spring game. I want to know if those guys are healthy, uh, they're key contributors, uh, and all of that. Uh, and right now we're going to welcome Nick Holmes to the show. Nick writes for Hoosier Huddle. He does a great job. He wrote his uh, Michigan State preview yesterday for us. Uh, so, uh, welcome to the show, Nick. How's, how are things down in Bedford? It is hot and muggy and feels like a jungle. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, been July in Indiana. Uh, we've had a ton of rain, uh, I think over a foot here in Indianapolis. Uh, so, yeah, it kind of feels like a tropical rainforest down here. Uh, Nick, what, what are some of the questions, uh, what is one question you want to answer during uh, media day? Um, you know, the the biggest question I think we're all wondering is uh, who's going to step up in the secondary? And I don't think Coach Wilson's going to give us specific names, but we have a lot of options there, and it would just kind of be interested to see what 
he and Coach Shelby and Coach Joseph are, are seen as that team kind of evolves during this summer. I know they're not allowed to be around them a lot, but, I mean, if this team has a chance going bowling, that's an area where we need major development. Yeah, exactly. That was my number one question as well. Uh, Indiana loses all four of their starters from last year. Uh, you know, you lose a guy like Mark Murphy, who's academic All-American, senior leader, captain of the team. Uh, so you're going to lose a lot more than just production on on that squad. Uh, you also lose uh, Tim Bennett, who, you know, is the king of pass breakups, Uh and Michael Hunter, who really came on late in the year uh, against Purdue and, and some of the other teams. So you're going to have four new starters back there. You'd have to assume that uh, Chase Dutra and Richard Fant are penciled into two spots. Uh, they ha- uh, IU does have a lot of talent coming in uh, in the freshman class. You have uh, Jonathan Crawford, who might step in at safety. You also have uh, Tyler Green, who I think they're going to start out at corner. Uh, but could also play safety if need be. Um, but, I, I mean, that that spot is key. Hopefully they could have enough reps going into that Western Kentucky game because, uh, you know, they're going to be good. And, and uh, I'll warn Hoosier fans now, don't sleep on that Western Kentucky team. Uh, I've seen your comments on Twitter. Uh, they're good. And they could come in to Bloomington and – absolutely put up 50 points. Uh, so don't sleep on that team. Uh, th- th- you'll get an early show uh, for them against Vanderbilt. Uh, TJ, what are, are some other uh, questions you have? Yeah, I think another position that we're all uh, just, I think, a little bit anxious to see how it plays out would be wide receiver. It's for different reasons. I think that there are more um, or a little bit proven options, guys like Simi Cobbs, um, the return at wide receiver, but uh, you know that's a position that that I think it's fair to say disappointed last season. Um, had some untimely drops that we've discussed extensively here, and it'd be interesting uh, to hear what Coach Wilson has to say about you know some of the newcomers at, at wide receiver, particularly Camion Patrick, uh, JUCO transfer that um, you know we all have high hopes for. I think that um, he provides a physicality and a size that. Uh, the, the wide receiver position definitely needs in Indiana. Um, and I, I'm, I'm interested to hear which guys he feels comfortable stepping up after a season where there were some uh, some of the drops that cost IU drives um, and eventually, I think, ended up costing him games just because that passing attack never really got clicking. So we know Nate Sudfeld's back. We know he's been working with the wide receivers. So I'd be interested to hear from Wilson and from Nate Sudfeld, uh, who will be one of the representative player representatives for IU there, as to, to which guys he's been able to click with so far this offseason. We know he's been putting in a lot of extra work, so um, I expect the passing game to get better. Um, you will just hear which individuals maybe are, are right now looking like players that can fill those spots in the too deep. Yeah, wide receivers uh, are, are going to be a big concern. Uh, we all saw it last year with drops. Uh, I, I, my other question is in the return game, uh, IU special teams ranked in uh, the mid-100s, I think around 110 according to Phil Steele. Um, that needs to get better. There is a talent gap between IU and some of the big boys in the Big Ten. 
especially in that East Division uh, where they play Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State, um, basically the Blue Bloods of the conference. Um, so that return game really needs to give them advantage, uh, as, as well as the kick game, because it goes both ways. You know, a, a good return will set up this offense for success. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to ask Sudfeld to score every time down the field, especially if you're starting at the 25 uh, yard line and back. So get this return game going. I, I have a feeling uh, we'll see some different returners on there. I think Richard Fant uh, might be back there. I'd like to see LeRae Smith uh, back there. He's all-American track star in high school. Uh, he was Mrs. Spring to run track. So he's got some speed. Uh, I don't think he's really ever gotten a chance besides that one time against Indiana State. Um, the big issue there is if you're going to use Fant, um, I, I always go back to the Giants and Jason Seahorn. Um, are you going to risk a, a, a major injury to a guy who's going to start? Uh, the kicking game, if you have a great punting game, uh, you could pin guys deep and help out that defense. Eric Toth has a nice leg. Uh, you know, he's he's not great. He's, he's solid, but he's not great. Uh, he needs to increase that average. Uh, to over 40, 41 yards a, game, uh, a punt, and start really pinning those guys inside the 20. Last year he had, he had some kicks inside the 20, but you know they were they were on the the plus side of the 15. If you could get another five, six yards on that and knock them inside the 15, inside the 10, uh, man, that defense will be set up for success, and hopefully that helps them out. Also, kickoff returns. Uh, they need to clean up that, and and they have the depth and some skill now that uh, they could put better players on these uh, special teams units. Also, field goals. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on about special teams. I really do think it's it's going to be a key to the season. Uh, aside from the obvious, Nate Sudfeld staying healthy, uh, but you know that's uh, breaking news for everybody. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, if, if uh, they could get Griffin Oaks, who has a big leg, to hit consistently. Uh, from basically 49 yards and in, uh, that'd be huge. Uh, and uh, man, that, that when that offense stalls it, it, uh, by the 30-yard line, if you could get three points out of those drives, I, I'm telling you, that it, it it's going to help the season and this offense immensely. Um, a, a, anything else that uh, concerns you guys about uh, IU this season that we haven't touched upon yet? Uh, but you know, I think. That your uh, your point on uh, on special teams, a couple of them I think are, are very very pertinent. I know a lot of people overlook that as just the third phase of the game, but it is the third phase of the game, and it, it needs to be taken as that. Uh, it's not just an afterthought, you know, a time to go to go take your bathroom break and pick up a new drink. Uh, it, it's something that has a profound impact on the game. And if you can add 10 to 15 yards of field position or even five yards of field position, uh, you know, per game, that doesn't sound like much, but it really does. Um, it's basically adding a first down to your, to your drives every time you start out. If you can just improve the coverage a little bit, improve the punting a little bit, and, yeah, improve the returns a little bit. I don't expect Richard Fant um, to get much – time returning kicks or punts. I don't want him to, actually. I think they have options like Larray Smith. Um, you know, maybe even the Matrix, uh, the new wide receiver, or the new uh, H-back for the Hoosiers. Uh, freshman, maybe he can uh, be that guy. But I, 
I just I don't think that you want Richard Fan, like you said, risking that injury. He's one of the few proven secondary players that they have on this roster. So I'd be surprised uh, to see him rest on returns when they do have other guys that aren't currently crucial in that depth chart that, that could be tried out at kick return and, and possibly have some success. But I do hope there's some tinkering done with that unit um, to get some more production out of it because it just wasn't good enough last year. So, yeah, sorry about that, Nick. You, go ahead. No, you're you're exactly right. Um, a name that I'd like to throw into the mix at uh, kick return or punt return would be Isaac James. Uh, he's just an all-around playmaker. But the, the position, uh, I've kind of harped on this and probably – I don't know how many pieces at this point, but there's no better friend to a secondary than a good pass rush. And that, that to me, is ultimately going to be um, one of the biggest question marks um, where, where there's actually experience at a position, but we're unsure of what they're going to be able to do. I mean, we lost Bobby Richardson. He's in the NFL now. He led the team in sacks last fall. They moved Nick Manjuri back down to defensive end, a place that he's comfortable playing in. I'm just curious if they're going to be able to get a consistent pass rush and at least eliminate some of that time that the cornerbacks and the uh, safeties are going to have to be in coverage. Um, You know, an extra extra second can be a huge difference in between, you know, a 10-yard gain versus an incompletion. So I think, you know, ensuring that we're able to um, force a quarterback to make decisions a little sooner than he would like to could become pretty crucial by the end of this season. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a that Nick, you're spot on. And you know, talk about these first two games: uh, Southern Illinois and uh, Florida International, two teams that IU should handle pretty easily. Um, that's no disrespect to to them. Um, IU just, I think, has more talent across the board. And these two games could be treated as as a uh, as a tryout. I know uh, fall camp uh, will also be a tryout, but you know, if you if they open up a lead on these two teams, you could see uh, Wilson running in and out on on, on uh, secondary, try different defensive line combinations to try and see which ones uh, work best with pressure. I know uh, since they moved Manjiri back to uh, defensive end, they're trying to get the most talent on the field on that defensive line. Uh, we'll also have to see if Ralph Green comes back. Um, if Green comes back, that'll yeah. help that defensive line a lot. Um, if he doesn't, they they have enough talent to uh, make up for his loss a little bit. But you're right, Nick, that defensive line is crucial. Also, wide receivers. If you see a lot of drop passes those first two games, I don't I, I don't think uh, Coach Wilson will be uh, hesitant to take guys out, sit them down, uh, and, and put some of these freshmen in. Now, you don't want to burn a red shirt on um, – yeah, you know, returning a couple kicks and and maybe playing a couple downs. Uh, you want to save some of these guys, but you know it is year five. He is coaching for his job, um, and for an extension, and he needs to win games. And if the best thing to do for the program is to hey burn a redshirt on one of these guys, seeing if he can step up and 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 replace somebody who's dropping passes or who's not blocking well or who who can't uh, rush the passer. That so be it. Um, that's what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, you look at these two games as they're not preseason games. They're crucial for the rest of the season. If they could get ex- these guys experienced reps uh, with people in the stands uh, when the lights are on, then I think that you know th- that uh, that Western Kentucky game uh, becomes that much more 
uh, easy. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think uh, I think pass rush and wide receiver are two spots where there is uh, it's tough because you can say there's depth because there is there's there's quite a few bodies that are uh, intriguing. You know, quite a few players that that could with you know a capital C could <laughs> be the answer to IU's problems there, but um, there's not a ton of proven production at those spots. Uh, you know, Zach Shaw, yeah, he he was very good last season, uh, but can he provide, you know, pass rushing that bandit position on a consistent basis? We don't know yet. Um, you know, Manjiri has been an excellent player for IU. I think he's about as proven as it gets on the, on the defense, but new position for him. You know, he played a little bit as a freshman, um, but he's not been there for a while. I think he's a very different player now, so you're not sure there. That wide receiver, the same thing. You've got you've got a lot of bodies, a lot of intriguing talent, but so far not a lot of proven production. Um, so I think that those, one, the fall camp is going to be very important for guys to earn that playing time. So I think there are quite a few positions up for grabs. And then number two, you're you're looking at those first two games as opportunities to, one, take care of business, get to 2-0, not a guarantee, but it's definitely a, a should and a must if you're going to accomplish what you want to this year. Uh, and after you take care of business, get those guys in, get that depth in, and see see who steps up, see who's ready to contribute for the rest of the season um, when those bullets really start flying against Western Kentucky. So I, I think you're you're dead on with that. And you know, on the pass rush, you can do it two different ways. Uh, you can create pass rush through just superior talent, or you can create pass rush through scheme. And I think IU did a pretty good job last season of doing more. I think Brian Brian Nord did a better job of creating some pass rush uh, through scheme, you know, with the new 3-4. I think that that was the slightly improved pass rush was due to that uh, more than it was superior talent. I think that IU is bringing in some, some linebackers and rush-ins that have some speed that should be able to, to do a better job of creating pass rush just off of talent, which allows you to maybe be a little bit more stout on pass defense with your scheme. Um, yeah, the question is going to be, is that speed ready to contribute yet, or does it need more time? And We, we don't really know, but uh, I think there is one disclaimer about media days uh, to kind of temper fans' expectations, you mentioned Larry Black. It's possible that Kevin Wilson does announce, you know, what punishment Larry Black um, ends up with. Ralph and, Green. I'm oh, sorry, Ralph Green. Yeah, sorry, Larry Black. I did not mean to disperse <laughs> your names. Yeah, uh, so Ralph Green, um, he might announce that punishment, um, but I, it's it's likely that that probably won't come. Um, and I don't think that it's something fans should expect. Uh, you know, they also probably should not expect for any conversations about the drug problem with Antonio Allen. Um, you know, those are just things that typically aren't talked about in detail during media day. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I think fans expecting that will be disappointed. Yeah, uh, th- there are some things... Inevitably, those questions will be asked. 
Uh, yes. Personally, I like to stay away from them uh, just because I know the answer they're going to give us. Um, and, and that answer is, uh, well, it's an ongoing legal investigation uh, or a legal process. Um, he's no longer part of the team. Uh, next question. Uh, you know, he's going to give the, the Bill Belichick on to, uh, you know, we're, we're on to whatever team we're on to. But uh, we're on to, yep. um, on to Southern Illinois. Uh, so there are more pressing questions that he can give answers to. And I think, you know, all of us here at Hoosier Huddle, we want to give you, you the fans, uh, you know, the most insight that we can. And, you know, instead of wasting time on, on questions like, oh, you know, what's uh, the impact of Antonio Allen's arrest? Uh, what's the deal with Ralph Green? Those questions are, are going to be asked by somebody else. They'll be answered when they need to or when he wants to answer them. Um, we could tell you what we expect. I expect Ralph Green, Ralph Green to sit out a, a game or two. I expect Isaac Griffith to sit out a game or two. Um, and we all know uh, Antonio Allen's situation is that he's facing 30 years in prison. Um, there's no need to clarify it. Uh, and, and if you want to follow his situation, go you know go down to the the Monroe County Courthouse and, and follow it. Um, but you know. Bigger questions are who's starting in the secondary or who's in play in the secondary, um, who's healthy, uh, how, um, you know, how's this pass rush going to do, and what's the deal with special teams? And how's this offensive line, who's finally getting recognition uh, nationally, how are they going to respond to that? Are they, are, you know, are they uh, getting a, a big head a little bit? Did they play with a chip on their shoulder in the past because of this? Um, you know, so – there are more pressing questions than than the legal issues, uh, but other than that, around the Big Ten, uh, you know, you'll you'll see Nate Sudfeld uh, talk on the next day. The schedule uh, for tomorrow uh, tomorrow is IU's day. I believe all times are Central Time on this schedule. Uh, I hate that sh- that there's a time difference. Uh, it's so confusing. But Wilson uh, will start this media session uh, with uh, uh, with the media at uh, one, uh, at approximately 1 o'clock to one fifteen. All this will be on uh, Big Ten Network and ESPNU. There's uh, one-on-one at roundtable and podium interviews. I don't know if they're televised, uh, but we will cover them. Uh, IU players will be available at the podium from 245 to 315, uh, and then a roundtable at 315 to 415. And coaches are from uh, at the podium 315 to 345, and at the round table from 345 to 445. We'll ask as many questions as we can. We've come up with some great questions for players. Um, so you'll get all your Hoosier coverage. I just remember it's, it's, they're going to be temperamental. They're going to pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, we're all excited for the season. Um, so, you know, they're not going to predict wins and losses. I know Wilson went out on a limb and uh, said that they're going to go down and, and kick Wake Forest's butts. Um, but that, that's that's the thing to rile up the fans. Nothing to write home about. Um, but are, are there any other uh, Big Ten concerns uh, going on with you guys? Uh, you, you get time with uh, Sudfeld. Briggs and Rainer, is that correct? Those are three, still the three. 
Yeah, those are the three that are, are making okay. the trek up to Chicago. Okay. Yeah, just I, I wanted to clarify that, make sure we still had those those three guys. Sometimes you get last-minute changes those guys have class responsibilities or something. But, uh, yeah, those those will be a good uh, good three to talk to, a good mix of uh, defense, offensive line, and, of course, you know, your quarterback is going to be there for most teams. Uh, around the Big Ten, I, I think what I'm interested to hear, uh, you know, here if Urban Meyer talks about uh, maybe clarifies the role of Braxton Miller a little bit more, um, you know, that made news last week, and uh, it was not a not a big surprise for those that don't know. Braxton Miller, um, I guess, talked to Sports Illustrated and told them he was going to be playing H-back slash wide receiver kick returner this season instead of quarterback. So uh, that leaves Cardell Jones and uh, JT Barrett to battle it out. No big surprise. Um, you know, Ohio State wants to get their best guys on the field, and that's a way to do it. It does create some interesting things for other players, but uh, yeah, that that will be something I'd, I'd like to hear Urban Meyer talk about. And then uh, I think I'm interested to to hear uh, Rutgers and Maryland. They've, they're both dealing with a lot of turnover, and they are two opponents that IU um, really probably needs to to beat at least one of them, and maybe both of them if they are sued to get the bowl game. So I, I think I'm interested to hear how, uh, how Kyle Flood and um, Randy Edsel kind of where they're at with their programs right now. I know it's going to be a lot of coach speaking stuff, but still you can, you can grain, get a couple of nuggets out of there and Hey, some information is better than nothing as we're uh, in the middle of summer here. So that's what I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah, and Nick, how about you? What what around the Big Ten? I know you're a big Jim Harbaugh fan, uh, and, and hopefully he keeps his shirt on at this event. I think it's a, a nice hotel, so there might be a dress code. Um, but yeah, uh, what what are you looking forward to? No, you you hit the the nail on the head. I definitely want to hear how Jim Harbaugh responds to some of the uh, media members that he may not be as a as equated with that he that he's seen in the past up at Michigan. Um, he has a lot of question marks on the offensive side of the ball, replacing Funches at wide receiver. Um, quarterback is obviously up in the air, although a lot of people seem to like Ruddick. Um, I'm just kind of, you know, just interested to see his energy and how he projects um, his aura across uh, the, the media because he is he's a big personality for a big conference. And I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a great thing. Um, it gets us a lot more attention. Um, so just that, and I'm also interested to see the play between him and, and D'Antonio. As I mentioned in my article yesterday, Michigan State's commonly referred to as little brother, but if Coach D'Antonio's only lost two games out of the eight that he's played against the Wolverines, so who's really the little brother anymore? Uh, we're not so certain that it's actually the Spartans, so I'm, I'm interested to see how they banter back and forth if they have an opportunity. Well, yeah, usually things stay uh pretty civil um i know there's a new format now they're trying to make it more of an event uh like the sec media days uh which are really if you haven't watched them they're really awesome uh you know it's it's basically like a hollywood red carpet show uh mixed in with football um so yeah seeing harbaugh and and d'antonio go back harbaugh and uh, urban meyer go back and forth uh but uh, my biggest thing i i i'd like to see how these uh I'd like to see how Iowa is going to answer questions 
their expectations are extremely low this year. Uh, you know, they've, they've lost Rudock to Michigan. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully one of the Iowa writers asked, you know, why why did you make a decision on the starting quarterback or what, basically why C.J. Beathard won the job in uh, January. And, uh, you know, other than that, uh, it's going to be a lot of coach speak and you're going to have to – and we're going to have to dig through it. Uh, guys, uh, thanks for jumping on today. Uh, we're going to do a wrap-up show on Friday. So we will have two podcasts this week. Uh, the show will be at 11 a.m. Uh, so, you know, we're going to start doing two shows uh, here more regularly. And this week uh, will be a two-show week. So enjoy. Uh, TJ, thanks for coming on. Uh, I hope you got uh, your move all done. And uh, we'll talk to you on Friday. Yeah, yeah, we're we're close. Uh, we're close. Everything is most everything is in the house. There's still some stuff in the garage. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's great to be in be in the new house. Thanks for that. And I do have one request. Uh, if I don't think it's possible, but we could vastly improve Big Ten Media Days if you could just get Steve Spurrier there. I, you know, <laughs> that's that's my request. If you could make that happen, I, I would be immensely happy. So so work your magic. Have a good weekend. We'll, uh, thanks, TJ. You too. We'll uh, work some numbers and uh, maybe sell a limb or two and, and see if he'll be a, a guest lecturer at Big Ten Media Days. Uh, Nick, always All he needs is an uh, Arby's. Jumping on. That's all they need. He just needs an Arby's. That's it. Well, I'll Google Maps one in Chicago and send out a text to see how close it is to the hotel. Uh, Nick, thanks for jumping on with us today as well. Uh, you're Always welcome, uh, a welcome part of the show, uh, and, and we'll talk to you on Friday. Have a have a good, good media days, and uh, let us know what you think on Friday. All right, I'll see you guys then. All right, that does it for today's show. Uh, we are heading up to Chicago for media days uh, tomorrow. Be sure to check HoosierHuddle.com for all the IU media day coverage. Uh, we'll be starting there. Uh, Wilson starts at one o'clock, I believe. That is Central Time, so it would be 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Um, we'll post on, on Twitter. Uh, we'll have some feedback online. Uh, we'll have interviews posted. We'll even might break out our Periscope. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's basically live video uh, talking to other people. Uh, so join us. Enjoy. Football season is almost here. We have 38 days. Uh, we're under 1,000 hours. Uh, so keep coming back. And uh, we'll see you on Friday.